to start so, over. Yeah, so make, I don't even need to say what we no. are because it's just the intro. Yeah. Why? Why? Who we are and why we think you would be interested in our podcast. Okay. okay. You, why don't you tell us? Okay. Interested in the podcast. Uh, I'll t- I can handle who I am. All right. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Danielle Renshaw with Ruffle Willow Floral Design. Sarah Shepard with Burdock Farms Weddings and Events. So, yeah, Danielle and I want you to listen in on our podcast to learn how to have the wedding of your dreams with a budget you can afford. Because sometimes we all get on Pinterest, don't we, Danielle? We do. And and we want it to be inspired by other things other than Pinterest. Although we love Pinterest. We do love Pinterest. So, (laughs) yes. Just listen in to us every week and hear what we have to share with you. Our, we have 45 plus years of experience with yeah. weddings, planning them, designing them, having a wedding venue, catering, cakes, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, we are here to help you. We're uh, what we think are experts in our field and, and we want you to have your dream wedding without having the stress and the worry and being able to budget and afford it. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Okay. Now, you ready to do the podcast part? Yep. And I'm, since they're going to edit all this, I think we can just free range it. Okay. Let's just free range Because they'll tell us, right, if it sucks. Oh, right? yeah, they will. Okay. <laughs> well, here we are at another Not Your Pinterest podcast. I'm sitting with Danielle from Ruffled Willow. Hey, how are you doing, Sarah? Good. And of course, Sarah with Burdock Farms. Yep. We're excited to have our guest tonight. You want to introduce her, Danielle? Yeah. So th- this is Chef Tika with the Southern Bell Catering, and she also has a deli, and I'm sure she'll tell us all about the things, but hey, everybody. <laughs> hey. We love Chef Tika. <laughs> we do. Especially her bruschetta. Oh, Those are my you. favorite. The, the one barbecue chicken ones, uh-huh, those yeah. are really good. And then the shrimp ones are good. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. They are good. Anyway. I think I, think I ate like half a dozen of your eggs Saturday oh, or yeah. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I like those. And the tea. But yeah, so before we like jump in and tell everybody all about you before you get a chance, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about you, what you offer, um, everything you do. Okay. So I actually been a chef since 2011. Graduated from Austin P. State University. I first opened up a cafe in, in December of 2012. And basically, my thing is Southern classics with a modern day twist. So I love all the Southern comfort food that I grew up on. But I like to put that modern day twist on it to make it more a little bit contemporary, like my regular style is, I guess you could say. <laughs> so um, that's what I do. I have a deli downtown. We have a cafe in Oak Grove. and we cater. So uh, we've been catering since 2014 and uh, we are just having a ball doing what we do, which uh, anything food I love. So <laughs> Me too. Well, you can tell you're passionate about it because everything you have is great. Everything I've ever tried has been delicious. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that you had a store in Oak Grove. Oh, yeah. So I need you to tell me about yeah. that. So we just opened that one. I think it was, look, it's all running together, June or July, one of those months. Yeah. So we opened up a 50-seat a restaurant, sit down, and every day we have a set menu. So Monday is like brisket and chicken. Tuesday is like fried pork chops, so on and so forth. All the good Southern food. And then we have like three or four different sides. So basically you can come in and get a meet and two or a meet and three, um, however you like. And of course we serve different drinks, desserts, but we also got salads for those that's kind of, you know, watching their weight. We got sandwiches, a few would just want something real quick, sandwich chips, something to that nature. But yeah, we've been doing that for a few months now and it is rocking and rolling. What's it called? It's called the Southern Bell Cafe. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and then it is located at 1300 Bell Station Road in Oak Grove. So uh, not too far from like the 160th uh, military gate. And you would kind of turn like right there where the Flying Jays is and go down about a mile, make a left. And you'll see us. Oh, awesome. Cool. So you're open every day? 
Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. We do lunch only. We're thinking about next year, maybe opening up for breakfast. We tried at the beginning of when we first opened up, but it was just too much. So we was like, okay, let's just kind of back up a little bit. And once my husband retired, then he's like, okay, we're going to go back to breakfast next year. So That's so cool. I go down um, to Oak Grove quite a bit. Uh, for Oak Grove Gaming. My dad oh, yeah. works there and I do a lot of events. Sure, there. that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was thinking, I, I was like, yeah, she'd be here and there. Just isn't come it, on. Isn't it, there. Isn't it convenient that her father works there? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I actually have a delivery there tomorrow. <laughs> Convenient. But right. I do go eat with him quite a bit. So we're going to have to stop by. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. So when we get to the rest of our questions. Yeah. So let's talk about like meat for catering. So we're going to talk a little bit about catering now. Mm-hmm. Meat and two sides versus like picking your food, like a a la carte kind of thing. Um, which one's cheaper? Which do you prefer? Give us some tips, some tricks. Um, yeah, because I know sometimes a lot of brides will say to me, oh, we're just going to pick up food because we have a limited budget. And I said, just pick up food's not always, you know, cheap. So by pick up food, you mean like little hors d'oeuvres? Like yeah. Almost. You know what? Like That's appetizers. really more expensive. It to is. Be That's what I try to tell yeah. them because every piece is touched by you. Correct. Yes. And it's a lot of, you know, work. I hate to use the word tedious, but I mean, it is. It's, yeah. You know, when you get into just doing all the appetizers for a wedding, it's very time consuming. So, yes, you're going to be out of most of the time a little bit more money if you get like all these heavy appetizers that you want to do for your actual meal. Versus a meal. Correct. Yeah. When you do an actual meal... Say, for instance, like you were saying, the meat and two, my packages come with a meat and two, bread, salad, drinks, all of that. So with that built-in package, you also get my servers. They're going to come and serve on the buffet line. You get disposable dinnerware, clear disposable. So all of that is taken care of. So for me, it's a little bit more easier because I can buy in bulk. I can go to my vendors and get a better deal on my products. And then that way, that savings kind of roll over to the client because then I won't have to charge the client so much if we can kind of stay with that route. One thing you just touched on that I want you to touch on a little bit more is about serving and your staff and what all that entails and what all they need. I mean, not just from you, but when you're talking about catering in general for any wedding, what are some like things that people need to remember when you're talking about like serving and your buffet and that kind of thing? Uh, Well, for us, we've always done serving. It's not like you just let the guests go through the buffet line and piling up their plates and all that. We've always been very cautious even before COVID rolled around. But for us, it's about making the guests feel, you know, special. So that's why we always wanted to serve. We also, it's a, it's a cleanliness thing. It's also as well as just making sure there's enough food to go around. You know, people are so afraid, like, oh my gosh, I don't want to run out of food. Well, the, the reason is most of the time that they are going with a company that just leave, leave the food, food there. <laughs> yeah. And so people are running through it like crazy. And then you run out of food and people, you know, is freaking out because they don't have enough for their guests. <laughs> so I've had that happen. Wow. Oh my gosh. And Awful. people were piling up yes. the food. Yes. Nobody was patrolling it. Uh-huh. Nobody was policing it. So that's what I was going to say. That's yes. what happens yes. when yes. you don't have Exactly. Yes. And I Uncle never Joe wanted that. takes three pieces of chicken <laughs> when he's supposed to take one, right. you know, and Susie gets it's like four helpings of mashed potatoes and she doesn't get it, you know, and you never. Absolutely. You, you, yeah, that's a big end. Yeah. So for, <laughs> for us at the Southern Bell, we do not roll that way. So if you hire us, our service is coming to serve on the buffet line. Also, we do plated meals. Now, keep in mind that that is extra because a lot goes into plated meals. Right. Because you need extra hands. You're always going to have to have more staff when you do plated meals. Why do you think people want to do plated meals? What's their... I think it's just the elegance of it. Yeah. The experience. Yeah, guest experience. Yes. And then the other one is just, they don't have to do anything. They can just sit back and enjoy themselves. You know, yes, absolutely. Well, especially if you're doing a high-end meal, like maybe a filet and, you know, lobster shrimp or seafood, you know, some kind of combo like that. I can totally understand why it would be plated because you don't want people, Uncle Joe, taking three 
<laughs> lobster tails, right? Yeah. Right. Because I sure the hell would. Right. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about filet, she said filet. Yeah. Uh, one of my staff members, you did a, a catering thing for mm-hmm. me a long time ago at another venue mm-hmm. and you had filet. Mm-hmm. And one of my staff members said, She's not going to be able to pull that off. And I said, mm-hmm. you watch. She really thought there was no way that you could have a good tasting hot filet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was. Honey. It was good. Uh-huh. I was like, you got little faith. You don't know my girl. <laughs> Look, when I tell you, I was nervous. Though. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Hey, we're all nervous. Yeah. You've probably done it so much now that it's... Yeah, now I'm not I'm not as afraid. But I think, actually, that was the first time anyone had ever ordered filet for a buffet. I yeah. was like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to keep this meat, like, uh-huh. not overcooked, still juicy, still flavorful? Right. Like, it was like all that was running through my head. But, um, but You knocked yeah. it out of the park. I, I appreciate it. I think it. we're all just winging life, though. Yeah. Let's be for real. Like, I know, yeah. Like, I get so nervous about like big things like last weekend I did this rose wall and like going into it thank you I just kind of sold them on it and then I was like all right now I'll figure it out you know I do that too like (laughs) hey what about this yeah like this is a grand it's gonna be awesome and then I'm like oh man (laughs) (laughs) exactly but it did it worked well and and I think when you hire professionals that you know are as dedicated as all of us are we make it work absolutely that's true that's a good point yeah we're not a afraid to tackle it even if we've yeah. never tackled it yeah well yeah. I think gonna- that's what makes literally all of us great professionals is because you know we're doing things that are not norm we're doing things that are contemporary right. and modern and pushing in the limits and mm-hmm. um you know we're doing the research that it takes we're doing the work that it takes and, and you know we're pulling it off not saying that it's always going to like knock on wood like <laughs> let's hope that it always does right. but I think that's what you get when you hire, you know, professionals that are passionate about what they do. Yeah, (laughs) You know, I love that word that you use, passionate, because some professionals, they're just all about, you know, the money. Like, okay, let me just get this dollar and I don't (laughs) care. But when you are passionate about it, you want to make sure that it's almost like, you know, you're doing it for yourself because you don't want nothing, you know, to be messed up for your special day or whatever type of event it is. And so I know that's how I always look at it. It don't matter if it's like a 25 person event or a, you know, 600 person event. It's like I want to make sure that everything is dang near perfect for that event. So that's true. That's it's always an audition for us too. Yes, and it's true. especially for a caterer who's oh, the face of the food. You're there, so it's always an audition for other guests to think mm-hmm. using uh, her next time. That's you right. Know, or, well, how many times have y'all yeah. had a? young lady or, or somebody call you and say, I was at a wedding at, and yes. I loved what you did and I want you to do it. So I've gotten three sisters from the same family. Yeah. I mean, most yeah. of the time, you know, a, a, the sister does not want to go where her sister went right. to get married. <laughs> right. But the family was so happy with the service we provided and the vendors that we recommended that he, he's got a fourth daughter. And he says, if she doesn't get married at Burdock, <laughs> she's not getting married. So it's really important. I'm glad you said that because it is true. You have to have a passion. If you make it all about the money, you're don't do it. I had somebody one time tell me, I probably shouldn't say this, but I had a wedding. One of our, when we were in the early stages at the barn, nobody else was doing barn weddings. And I had a, this gentleman who was from our community where we live say, well, I got a barn and I could do this. And I said, well, go on with your damn self and do it, you know? You think it's so damn easy? It is not. Go right ahead, buddy. More power to you. I just, I, the girls were like, mother, I'm surprised you didn't flatten him out. Yeah. And, and I have that all the time, too. I'm yeah. sure you have it, too. Yeah. You know, people always come, like, you're living my dream job. I want to be a wedding planner, and I want to play with flowers all day. And I'm like, we don't play. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> right. I mean, like, you know, my part-time guy worked 42 hours last week. So if he yeah. worked 42, yeah. I worked cl- probably close to 80 or 90 hours. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it is playing with flowers, and you, but you do have to be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, when you own a business— you think you own a business because you want to do what you want when you mm-hmm. want to do it and have your own time. And it's, you get to, nice. but you are on that clock 24-7. <laughs> yes, you are. Every day, every night, yeah. <laughs> 24-7. Yeah. There is no, like, time off. And yeah. even when you get that time off, you're thinking about, like, you know, all the things. Yes. But mm-hmm. I could go on a rant for days. Oh, so we'll get that. back to catering. Me too. <laughs> 
It is it is hard being small yeah. business owners. It so. is. It is. I mean, shout out to all the small, you know, owned business owners because it's a lot of work. Yeah. And a lot of people, they just see the fluffy side, the front side of it. Oh, you know, this must be nice. Yeah. And, and it is nice to a certain yeah. extent, but... I mean, they don't see the long nights. They don't no. see the tears. No. They don't see when all the big bills coming in. You're like, well, I only made this. How in the hell am I going to pay that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. They see the highlight reel, right. which is what we want them to see. I yeah. mean, obviously, yeah. that's what we're putting on social media. We're yeah. putting the highlights on there. Um, but, yeah, it would be cool one day if we got real, you know, oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and we're able to show, you know, some of those things that happen. Because we're still real people and oh, real yeah. things still happen to us that we have to figure out. But we still have to, you know, do the wedding. And, and we're unique. If you think about it, the three of us, our families are involved oh, yeah. in every aspect of our business. Yeah. That's also a whole nother level. Oh, and yeah. when you're sitting at home yeah. and y'all are having a conversation about the business and everybody's putting their two cents in and you all don't agree and it, you start having really passionate discussions about. <laughs> right. That's why you- Joey kicked me out. That's why I have this <laughs> office now. <laughs> Oh, because he does, you know, he, I think he's the only one out of all of us who have, you know, spouses that has a full-time job yeah. too. So, yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. So he's involved, but not as involved as he was at first. Yeah. He has kicked me out and uh, does not help with load-ins anymore. <laughs> he <laughs> does. out of some stuff. He does <laughs> hold your bouquets and your he TikToks. He does. He does. <laughs> well, now Dalton does. Oh, okay. <laughs> Now it's Dalton. Oh, it's not okay. Joey anymore. It's, okay. Yeah. Shout out to your husband for, yeah. for his TikTok contribution. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, getting back to catering, let's talk about like <laughs> vegan, vegetarian, food allergies. How do you like deal with that? Study, study, study. Yeah. <laughs> we can accommodate any type of food restriction, food allergy, any type of diet that a person has. We can accommodate it. So do you usually like make special meals for them? To only? Only. Or do you, do you like, is the whole meal revolve around those restrictions? No, normally I just focus on those particular ones. And so I do a really good vegetarian uh, pasta. And so that's normally what I would suggest for a wedding or event for those who have a handful of people with, you know, restrictions or whatever. I have an event coming up where it's like two, three people, but they have like peanut allergy, gluten allergy, um, vegetarian, seafood. Al- I mean, it's like a bunch of allergies. So they're just getting broccoli. But, <laughs> like, and I'm like, broccoli. stock of broccoli. I'm like, okay, I got this. That's hard. Well, I do have to brag on her. We did have a couple from Madisonville. Do you remember? And the son, it was an older couple and he had children. Well, his son was glu- uh, allergic to um, dairy products. Oh. And she ended up making them a, a wedding cake with no yes. dairy I products wow. in it. And it was delicious. It was a lemon blueberry yes. cake. I remember, remember that. Wow. It, remember it that. was to die for. Because they didn't want him to feel like he couldn't be part of this event. So she incorporated something Mm -hmm. so that he felt a part of the whole party and not, here's your plate. Right. We're all eating this. Yeah. 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 So I didn't even know that you did cakes. Yes. She kind of told me that. And do you not want us telling people you did cakes? But that's how she got her start. It is. That's that's how how I got got my start. start. Doing cakes uh, for people like birthday cakes, a couple of wedding cakes, uh, quinceanera, all of that stuff. And then it kind of evolved to food. And and that's when I went to culinary school and all of that. It's funny because I thought when I was going to culinary school, I actually thought I had signed up for to be a pastry chef. Then <laughs> <laughs> I get in class, I was like, we're not baking? You know? <laughs> Okay, whatever. So, yeah, that's how I got started. And then it just evolved into other stuff. But then later on, I still kept doing cakes a little bit, but I I definitely have cut back. Yeah. Now I call other friends and vendors to do that for me. Well, I kind of had a situation like she was talking about. I had a bride and like all her nephews were allergic to peanut butter. And I couldn't find anybody in town that would say that they couldn't make a peanut free cake. 
that it wouldn't touch anything. I mean, like they're highly allergic and they were like, well, we can't be a hundred percent certain that uh-huh. it won't touch anything peanut butter. So uh-huh. they just didn't want to take the job. And I finally did find someone, but that was, that was, that's difficult. interesting. Yeah. yeah, it is difficult. Yeah. And you know, I don't have anybody who has any allergies, so I never think about yeah. that thing. But when you do, I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't want them to feel, you know, left mm-hmm. out either. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think that's cool. Yeah. So what are some trends in catering that you're seeing? Is there some like new stuff that's coming out, like displays, you know, any stations, you know, stations used to be big back in the day yeah, and they went away. Mm -hmm. And now I know stations are coming back. They're coming back. They are. Yes. They're different than when I was. (laughs) But there's a lot of food trucks. We're going to have a waffle station at a wedding. I don't know if you're doing that one. I don't think so. Okay. But we're going to have a waffle station. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the stations are definitely coming back and, and um, it's almost like a revolving door, like stuff that we used to do back in the day. Yeah. It's, it's kind of coming back to the forefront. And so it's just constantly changing, but yet it's still kind of like the same, but yet not the same. Right. <laughs> so um, I did a wedding not too long ago and they wanted like, uh, oh gosh, it was like a tomato soup and grilled cheese station. And so that was super cool to be able to do that. It went over really well with the guests. It's just so many things. Like I know like now it's the big grazing stations, which is just, you know, a huge security board laid out on the table. But yeah, those are the things that's coming back now as well as different other ones. So yeah, I, I would love to see that waffle station. That sounds I know. And then late night snacks I've noticed is a yes, thing. Yes. So have you st- have you done any yet for a wedding? Yeah. So what I've did done you do? Several of those. It's just kind of depending on, you know, what the guest is looking for. Like, I think one night we did do like a chicken and waffles for a guest. And then some of them just like a bunch of different heavy apps. So from pulled pork sliders to anything to that nature, it just kind of depends on what the theme they're going for. So we kind of like one night it was more like a barbecue type thing. And then another time, like I said, it was kind of a little bit different with the chicken and waffles and with lip bar at night and just different stuff like that. So are they not serving a full on meal? They are are. still serving a full. It's almost to like absorb the alcohol, I think. You think so? Uh Okay. Clients, I guess like they don't want their guests to never say leave and say, oh, I was hungry. Right. You know, so I've had where they want it appetizers at the you know during cocktail hour they wanted a full meal and then they still have the late night night. night. yeah i have one in october that's coming up and they're serving past appetizers Mm -hmm. it's a buffet but it's a full buffet and then they're serving burgers and pizza at night yeah really yeah so, like, what time does that start? So, like, 9.30, 10? So, what time is, is the they meal? They have to be out by 11. The meal is at, I think it's 6. Yeah, six, somewhere at six, wow. 6, 7. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a lot of food. That yes. is a lot uh-huh. of food. It is. This particular one is at a, the country club. So, okay. they have their own, like, food okay. and kind of thing they're going for them. So, yeah. Interesting. It's a lot. I saw this huge thing on Pinterest. Pinterest? Yes, we do love Pinterest. We do, even though it's not your Pinterest wedding podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was a cute little um, carrier that had like a little bottle, like a six ounce bottle of Coke and French fries in oh, it. Oh, cute. Well, it really was cute. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was more about how it looked. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was pretty it's cool. Yeah. It's for the picture. Just like all the other Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> So what are some things that you think need to be considered like when you're talking like display? And I know you did a breakfast one for us one time and it was like on risers. And I know the client provided some of that. But, you know, I think that's always a way to up your guest experience. It's yes. like risers and yes. that kind of thing. Kind of elaborate. Decor. And, yeah. Yeah. And linens. And right. she always has all of that, you know, and tries to coordinate kind of with whatever the bride is. I've noticed that you, whatever, if they're boho or if they're elegant or if they're, you know, natural or whatever. So, so yeah, it's just kind of, whenever I do a consultation, I try to ask like, what is, you know, your colors or theme or something to that nature. And then I try to incorporate similar, like she was saying, um, to what they are having. So yeah, definitely risers is a big thing flowers, any type of decor, 
that's pertaining to their particular theme. I think that's what makes everything pop and kind of give it a little bit more of a wow factor, um, not only for the guests, but of course, for the bride and groom, because, you know, it's their big special day. And so when they come down and see that, it's like, you know, oh my gosh, you know, wow. And so it's just kind of just make everything more perfect for them, I think. Is one thing that we always do, and I say we is like when we work together, uh-huh. is we always make sure the bride and groom have their plate and they never have to go through the line. Right. And I think that is really a good tip is to make sure that somebody is doing that for you because you can sit down and automatically eat mm-hmm. as a bride and a groom or, you know, as a couple. Yes. And then you can get up and mingle with your guests once they have their food. And it kind of makes the night go on a little bit easier. You feel like that little luxury of like somebody's making it for me kind of oh, thing, yeah. you know. And y'all are always so accommodating when I just rush to you. I'm like, please make their food. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. He's <laughs> always so we accommodating. We <laughs> Which I think is always also something you need to look for when you're looking for your caterer is somebody who is going to accommodate not only food allergies and things like that, but also accommodate you in general. Yes. You know, what you need as a couple, what your family needs. And yes, yes. I totally agree good. with that. Um, because I know I always try to be very flexible and I've heard some horror stories stories sometimes yeah. people call oh we want to hear those <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like they've talked to other caterers and they're trying to get them to either you know upgrade to all of this stuff yeah. or or pick a menu that they don't even want yeah. you know or it's just I'm and I just because they're like, making it all about the money right they're making right. it all about that not about the couple not about them at all yes and so I just be like dumbfounded like are you serious yeah so, it amazes me too yeah. the things I hear right and so yeah yeah, so for me, it's I'm pretty laid back. I just want to hear what the client has to say and how can I accommodate you on your day. So it's, at the end of the day, I work for you and I want to make sure that everything is pulled off to your specificity, you know, however you want things. So, yeah. Yes. What are some like tips that you would give couples as far as trying to stay in budget with food? Like what are some things that they could do if they are on a tighter budget? Definitely that headcount is going to to play a huge role. <laughs> Every episode we say guest count. Yes. <laughs> Something yeah. about a guest, a guest count. count. Yeah. Yes. Make sure you got the real one. Exactly. Yeah. Not the one you hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that right there, that I think that's the main thing. How far in advance do you need the, the head count? Because I know you have to order food and everything. So when yeah. do you like a week before, two weeks before? So for me, I like to have it three weeks prior. Okay. That way, especially like now with everything going on with all these hoes and, you know, can't get this and that. Yeah. So like for me, three weeks is good. Okay. So, yeah. So tips on a tight budget. I would say definitely get something that's well-rounded that, you know, like everybody is, you know, going to eat or like and definitely stay within something, you know, your budget. So don't try to go out and impress try to get something just to be impressive to your guests because at the end of the day, they're guests, you know what I'm saying? So they should come to celebrate you and whatever you have ordered. I can't stand when people come through the line and then they're like, oh, why didn't they get this? Or why did I'm like, it's not your wedding. That's you know? right. So no, um, I say that with tea sometimes. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that Sunday. <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> but your <laughs> lemonade is good too. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, just keep that in mind that it's it's your day. So just get your head count together, get what you like, know your budget and Get the foods that's going to be filling, but still, you know, kind of like within your budget. You don't have to try to impress everybody and go out your way when you know, like, you really can't afford that. So, yeah, that would be my thing. Just stay true to yourself. Yeah, I think that's great. What about, like, chicken, fish, steak, pork? What are you seeing that are is popular? And should they have two different meats or is one meat okay? And that's probably how you'd save money, though, is if you have just one meat. Yeah, you can save money that way. I have have had a couple of clients in the past where, yeah, they was on a tight budget. So they had to go with one meat. And, okay, we're going to make that one meat the best one meat you yeah. know, <laughs> that your guests ever taste. So she had no regrets with choosing that one meat. I totally respect that 110%. So for me, I just like doing the two meats because it gives your guests an option. Uh, What are the two most popular? Two most popular is always chicken Uh and pork. 
Here lately, though, I have been having seafood come up quite often. And then the other one is beef been creeping up a lot as well. So I think those are definitely runner up. But it's always a pork and a chicken seem like what people mainly choose. Just I think that going with the two meats is usually go over well. And I love doing sauces so I can make that particular meat, whatever you choose, I can kind of turn it in something totally, you know, extraordinary and different, you know, with the sauces being added. And I never put the sauce on the meat. I always do it um, on the side as an option. So that way, again, your guest is getting several different options, you know, because most of the time the sauces can go on either or. So you can switch it up however you want to. So Yeah, your sauces are good, too. Yeah, they are good. What's the one that has the, um, is it pecan? The honey pecan. Yeah. 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 It's so good. I could like, you did that one time with chicken and waffles. Yes. Oh, yes. It is delicious. I've had people just come back through for seconds and be like, I just want the sauce. I just put the sauce on my plate. You know, and they would just eat it like off their plate with nothing else. I was like, okay. It's a sugar rush for sure. I'm sure. Uh, So talk to us one thing about like the end of the night, busing tables, what to do with leftovers, donating, like all that kind of stuff. Our team, we clean up afterwards. And so it kind of depends on what package that you choose. Now, if you choose our package that has the disposable dinnerware, most of the time the guests will just kind of throw that away. But, you know, we break everything down. We make sure our area is clean, the, the venues kitchen or area that we use, all of that is cleaned thoroughly before we leave, as well as if you choose the package where we are full service, where we're busting the tables and stuff like that, then my staff will come through. We will get all the glassware, linens, silverware, dinnerware, all of that taken care of, and we will get all that scraped, you know, rinse, washed, whatever, and get all that taken care of so the person don't have to worry about that and also we do rent our dishes out so if you ever need that they're really off. cool too. <laughs> I did they're, not they're, know that. Yeah, yes. she's got some really. It's it's eclectic. They're all. Oh, yeah. why didn't you call me and yeah. tell me that? <laughs> so we I got last week. Yeah. I would have rented them from you. you we know. got those. We got the eclectic ones, and we also just have solid white. So any of those, yep, you can give me a call. And uh, do you have them all at the house? Do you have a like? place at your yeah. new house okay mm-hmm. cool yep yep we'll have to come check that out yeah also you know we do different linens table linens as well as napkins so we're trying to get our selections and stuff up for you know the full rental yeah, uh, yeah. side of it yeah. so yeah awesome yeah that's just something you build on. Yeah. yeah what about to-go boxes is that do you provide yes, that or should we they do. buy their own and i want to say that is the one thing she does and not a lot of the caters do that is like the best thing because let me tell you at the end of the night most couples do not want to take five containers of green beans home with (laughs) big huge and this is a great way for your guests to take the meal home with them maybe take it to somebody that couldn't come out or elderly family member or just to have another night at home That's why I like Tika and her services because she does that. Not everybody does that. I'm going to tell brides right now, have your cater have to-go boxes for your guests at the end of the night. And you can get fun ones. They don't have to be those, you know, styrofoam ones. You can get ones that look like Chinese to-go boxes. Or I mean, there's lots of different fun things you could do with that. Absolutely. But it's a great way so you are not, you know, because here we can't donate food right. anymore. The soup kitchens won't take it. And that's fine. I understand with COVID and all that. I understand that, you know, so that's gone away. They can't dump it at my house, you know, at my venue. They cannot put it in a trash bag. It has to go with them. So, yeah, it's a great way to get rid of it. And I think it's one of the best things you do. I really love it. Right. Because I come and get it to go box. (laughs) (laughs) And I always try to make sure I cook a little bit over to make sure her staff Oh, that's a good point. Everything. No, oh, yeah, let's point. talk about like, that. Uh, yeah. Feeding your vendors and the oh, staff yeah. that's there. You know, that's in my contract, and I'm sure it's in some other people's contract, but that's just being nice and respectful. You know, mm-hmm. we've worked for you 14 hours. Yeah. You know, I have a... To have enough for a meal. Yeah. So okay. my and you know this is everybody else staff. I take care. Yeah, of. yeah. we appreciate that. Yeah, we you do. know this is the biggest fight I got into with Jessica about feeding the staff. She does not think that she the, has 
I know it. She does does not think the caterer is responsible for feeding her staff. So that's why it's in my contract, because a lot of people think that way. Yes, that's true. And they really do. Or they don't think about feeding us. And so they give numbers that are on the lower side, Uh you know, and a lot of caterers also will fix other meals for your vendors that are not the same. Let's say like a something cold like a sandwich or like a wrap or something like that. So and that's I've what had I that said, before. Too. Well, and that's what I said. I said, are you planning on getting the staff food? Right. Because they're going to be there for a long shift. Yeah. I mean, I paid my two weekends ago. I uh-huh. had my staff have Chick-fil-A yeah. and I paid $98 for yeah. my like nine people. So, yeah. you know, and which is fine because that's my lunch that's yeah. expected for me to pay that. So and that's why you were working. Mm-hmm. It wasn't during the event right. itself. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, your staff needs to be yeah. paid. I mean, uh, what I was going to say is Thank that, you. you know, the woman who had that event had said, you're included in the count. And I had told her four people that were coming, but mm-hmm. actually nine came. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you and the four people are included in that account. Please eat. Uh, we didn't because we were just exhausted and we just wanted to go home. Yeah. But we appreciate it and yeah. we're super grateful yeah. when when we get to do that kind of thing. And every wedding, they always offer it to my staff. They The mother always comes and says, guys, y'all come and eat. We've got plenty of food. And I always tell them, you go right ahead. Just don't tell Jessica Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, now, wait a minute. I done fixed Jessica a couple plates, so she better back up. I I don't know why she feels so strongly about that. It it is awkward to go through the line, though. Well, and that's well, and I say that you do need to wait till everybody's through. I mean, you need not all vendors do that either. I've had a lot. That is true. Photographers, videographers jumping go right in front, which I kind of get. To an extent. But right. <laughs> there needs to be an understanding. Yeah. I've had some feathers ruffled when that's happened before at some weddings that we've had. So, yeah. And I think their thinking there is because they need to be on the same schedule as the bride and right, groom so right. that they can sneak out for sunset pictures or, yeah. you know, this. they can do that kind of stuff. And I get that. Mm-hmm. That all boils down to just talk to your client and yeah. your customer beforehand and let them know that that's why you have to do that. So it's been discussed right. instead of like, just jumping in and, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And I think most people expect that nowadays. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting. Yeah. So um, I think we're kind of got to close to the end of the night. We always tell, did she tell you that we always tell like little horror, horror stories, stories, real life things. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do one tonight. <laughs> I've done one the, every night. So it's on it's on Sarah. Can you find it? Yeah. Else? We had a wedding that the couple swore up and down. It was going to be a small wedding. They didn't expect any more than 60. 150 people showed Did up. Did they not do like RSVPs? No. It was all. <laughs> don't. Yes. Don't ever that's not an, do RSVPs. I know. And that's another topic yeah. that we can talk about. Just yeah. wedding planning in general. Then they were piling the food up on their little plates when they were going, and the people at the end did not have food. So who do you think they looked to? Yeah. The venue owner. They thought that we took care of the catering and we took care of the tables and chairs, and because they only put enough tables and chairs out for sixty. The, yeah. So I mean, it was. It all boils down to that guest count. Yes. RSVP and that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Do you have any horror stories? They don't even have to be like you. Something that somebody's told you. (laughs) You've had some brides tell you one. Oh, I've got another one too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, go ahead and give us our other one. Right. Let me take a one. (laughs) So we had a couple from Chicago and it was a small wedding. It was 40 people and she wanted to do everything. I gave her a vendor's names and she picked them all herself. But she actually picked a caterer who I didn't even have on my list, which is fine because you don't have to use who's on my list. But I guess maybe the name of it sounded attracted to or whatever. You know, names are catchy and the name caught her. And I'm not saying their food's not good, but they brought the food, they dropped it in the kitchen and they left. And she thought it was going to be full service catering. Mm. And the bride was in tears and my staff called me. I was up at the house. I said, Tell her not to worry. We're coming. So I grabbed Jackie. She and I went down there. We had on our Burdock Farms shirts. You know, we put on our uniforms. We set up the food. We served it to the guests. We cleaned it up. We bust the tables. We made sure everything was fine. It was packed up for her to go at the end of the night. 
but would not recommend that caterer again because I don't know if there was a miscommunication and there could have been a misunderstanding could have been. But she said for the price that she paid, and I looked at the price that she paid per person, it should have been full service. It shouldn't have been brought it, drop it in the back, you know, in the kitchen. I mean, didn't even bring it to the buffet table. That's pretty bad. Yeah. And I think the takeaway from that is if you've never planned an event, you might not know those kind of things. You might not know that there's a difference between a full service caterer and a drop off caterer. And there, and once you learn that, you will learn it (laughs) one way or the other. But it is a hard lesson to learn because Mm -hmm. there is a major difference. There are some people who do great meat, but they will stop and drop that meat off in a Almost looks like a to-go aluminum yep. full pan. Yep. Yes. And then they will leave. Right. And so that is things to ask your caterer, you know. Um, Are you, you full know. service? Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? And what does yeah. Tell me yeah. what you're going to do. What that means to them. But tell right. me what you're not going to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Yeah, because what you're not going to do is almost as important. Actually, it is. <laughs> it it's is. more important than what you're going to do. That, and you know, I tell every yeah. couple that comes and does a viewing, and I tell them when they're talking to their all their vendors, all of them, cater, floral. Yeah. yeah. Find out what they're not going to do yeah. for you because it's going to shock you. Right. You're, you're going to not, you're going to think that that's just normal right. that they would do that, but it's not always. Yeah, right. So you make sure you understand what they're not going to do for you. Yeah. I think that's really important with all vendors. It's especially important with your caterer and your wedding planner. Yes. A lot of people think that if it's a wedding planner, they're pretty much your servant for the day. And we yes. know that's not true. Number right. one, that's super disrespectful. And number two, I like, I don't bust tables and I'll let people know that ahead of time. Some wedding planners might. That's an add on for me because that's more staff. I can't physically yeah. bust 150 people's sure. tables. And especially if they have yeah. real china or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally and, and even though with, with disposables, we think people would throw those away, but they don't. They do not. No. Yeah, and, right. and when you are looking back at your pictures, um, it's very hard to not see that as those dirty dishes mm-hmm. when like your photographer takes pictures of your guests enjoying the night or even on the dance floor. And nothing irks me more than seeing dirty dishes in the backdrop of those things. Yeah. And those are things that you don't think about yeah. unless you're in this industry, you've planned a wedding, you've, you know, talked to somebody who's recently planned a wedding that's, or listened to our podcast. That's right. <laughs> well, that's why I don't allow cans either. Yeah. There's nothing worse than it. I've seen wedding pictures. They make pyramids where, out of yes, them. Yes, where there's cans on the table. Why do people do that? I don't They know. will stack them and yes. then not let you take them, like make pyramids out yes. of them. Yes, yes. I've had that almost at every wedding and I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, I know. I've Why out- are we doing? I've this? outlawed. Oh. I've outlawed cans. In fact, I tell them you will lose your five hundred dollar yeah. damage deposit. Because <laughs> I don't want that yeah. bride looking back at pictures and seeing yeah. all those damn cans yeah. on the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. smart. Yeah. Man. yeah, that's crazy. All right, did you think of one? All right, I got one. All right, okay. <laughs> so um, this was shortly after I started catering, and this lady hired me as her caterer, and you know she was like. Just, you know, wanted to be very elaborate and all of that. And so it was at like a house for the um, one of her family members house or something was where the wedding was going to be. My team was there. We got there. We're in the kitchen. We're getting stuff. But then I noticed like I'm missing two people, like two people just no showed on me. So I'm freaking out. I'm trying to get all this stuff done. And then, you know, behind the scenes, it's totally, you know, different. But when out in the front, you know, you always make sure everything is is awesome. So that's basically what was going on. Well, the lady had a little spy back there. Uh-oh. And uh, he was watching, like, everything. And, like, he's, you know, he's seen that we was frazzled and, and everything like that. At the end of the night, though, like everything went off very well. But, you know, the back, the kitchen area, it was a mess. I'm not going to lie. It was a mess back there uh, because we was two people short. And so they was getting like past appetizers. They was getting you know, the full meal. And it was one of those late night app things as well. And so we had a lot going on with two people being down. I was like, oh, Lord, how am I make it through the night? And so... At the end of the night, I got to her. I was like, hey, everything okay? I always, at the end of the night, I always go to my bride and groom and let them know that, hey, we're done. We're about to go. Was everything okay? And she was like, oh, singing so many praises. Oh, yeah, everything was great. This, that, and other. Well, two, three days later, she calls saying, oh, well, somebody told me that it was a mess back there and it was this and it was, and I want a refund and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, but I asked you, you know, that day. That, yeah. And you said and everything. And you got was your fine. damn food. Yeah. 
And so she was like, well, no, that was uh, that was before I knew all of this was going on. But I said, well, behind the scenes, it's totally different. Right. From, that is none of your concern. She just kept as going As long as on. I provide exactly. the services for you, I told you I was going to yes. provide for you. Well, she kept going on and on. She kept calling, calling. So finally, I was like, look, I tell you what, because she, she had made payments on her invoice throughout the time or whatever, like six months or so. So I said, I'll just, you know, give you your last payment back, you know, and it was a couple hundred dollars or whatever. Well, come to find out, I think what happened was she bit off too much that she could chew because I found out she was calling almost every vendor that she used and complaining complain about, about something and people was giving her a certain amount of, you know, money back. So I so, yeah, that was that. But it it really scarred me for that one. <laughs> yeah. So have you learned since then not to give any money back to somebody? Yes. Thank yes. you. <laughs> I, I, I've done it, too, because yeah. I was so afraid of the backlash or I was so afraid of what they might say or do. And I just, after two or three times of that, I provided the service they asked for. I know my staff was more than excellent. I know that the venue was, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's on you. Yeah. We had to learn those things the hard way, though, don't <laughs> yeah, we? Absolutely. We eat a few along the way, but not anymore. I've learned it. I've gotten such thick skin. Mm-hmm. It just astonishes me that they were upset because of what happened in the back. Exactly. Like, if people knew what like, happens in the back. Oh, I'm talking like the biggest wedding I ever did. My whole family had COVID, yes. you know. Yes. And I wrecked my car the Thursday. <laughs> my delivery vehicle. Yes. So, like, if somebody would have judged me on that yes. week, I slept in the office. I mean, I was here yep. for two weeks, pretty much. I mean, I can't imagine if somebody judged on the back end. Yes. Because, like you said, that is where, like, you live and, you know, you're talking to your employees Mm -hmm. and you're making sure everything is taken care of. And the front face is always the highlight reel, like social media. It's, you know, what you put out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the part that matters, Mm -hmm. you know. And I'm sure you cleaned up the kitchen. Oh, yeah. It might have been messy for like 20 minutes. Like mine is. I've got, you know, all the flowers and all Mm -hmm. the stems. But you know what? It's beautiful when it comes time to be beautiful. Right. Right. Yeah, that's insane. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. But you're right. That's what happened is they bit off more than they can chew and they call every vendor. And I think that's where it's good also to, I don't know, maybe vendors listen to this, but it's also good to have that community of vendors. Even if it's not your expertise, if it's, you know, catering and venue, um, so that when things like that happen, y'all can communicate. Yeah. You know, because it would, I'm sure, I don't know if you did, but it would have been nice if you would have called somebody or if mm-hmm. they would have called you and gave you a heads up, like, mm-hmm. hey, they're looking for a refund, you mm-hmm. know? I did end up talking to that wedding coordinator and basically our stories was the same. She yeah. was just like, yeah, she called me too and this and I was like, she's like, I just gave her, you know, some of her money. Back. Oh, like, that hurt. Yeah, oh, so gosh. she was just like, I just couldn't believe it. She was like, you know, after all we did and everything went off, you know, Without a, yeah. you know, hitch. Yeah. And you were two people down. Yeah. And you still made it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, yep. y'all had a wedding one time. I don't know if I just spaced out, but they showed up. It was a Sunday. And of course, we were, everything was ready though, because we'd had a wedding the night before and I made you sure. Didn't really- <laughs> but we were like, oh, uh-huh. great. Yeah. We're here. So <laughs> I do that with meetings. All I, the time. I know. So Jessica <laughs> yeah. and Jackie and I, like I said, we got on our uniforms and we worked the damn wedding. You know, you just, <laughs> And acting like yep. that's exactly what it was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> you giggle about it now, but right, yeah, yeah, right. But they, yeah. I mean, it's you just do uh-huh. it. You make it yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, and you don't know. miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're real people with real life, and exactly. we're passionate about what we do. Yeah. Yeah. But so, when like you're text messaging us about appointments and yeah. calling us, and we don't yeah. have our schedules, yeah. sometimes yeah. we forget oh. to write it yeah. down. That's, that's true. Wow. That's true. And you show up for a meeting, and we're like, you, oh, yeah. you were coming. I was expecting you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. Well, tonight's been a lot of fun. It has, it has yeah. been. Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed learning even more about you and your catering and, you know, the things that you have. Tell us a little bit where people can find you at. We have a Facebook page, the Southern Bell Catering Company. We also have another Facebook page, the Southern Bell Deli. We are working on our website now, so that should be up and running within the next few weeks here. And we are located two different locations. The one I stated earlier is 11300 Bell Station Road in Oak Grove. Phone number there is 270-697-5098. And then we're located at 411 South Main Street in Hopkinsville. And the phone number there is 270-874-5670. You can also reach my cell number. 
which is 662-830-8722. So those are all my lines of communication, I think. Oh, email, chef.tika, T-E-E-K-A at gmail.com. Are you on Instagram? Uh, Girlfriend, you need to get on Instagram. No, like, I'm so not technical, but <laughs> But you got, but your daughter is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah, should make her so. in charge of your Instagram. You need to get that. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I have one, but it's like, I rarely. I know yeah. I go to tag you sometimes yeah. and I'm like, wait, uh, I don't know that she actually yeah. uses that for her page. So <laughs> I don't know, if, you know, if you want me. Yeah, but, but the lady who, he, who's doing my website, that's what she said too. You you need to get yeah. your yeah. Instagram. I was like, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know. you're, you're not as visual as we are. Right. You're, that, you're, 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 I'm more behind the scenes your meat is really in the meat you yeah. know yeah whereas we're all about what you see yeah but yes yeah, you do sure. need to you need okay. to get a presence out there all right <laughs> all right where can we find you sarah you can find me on tiktok why do i always say that like i'm on tiktok all the time and i'm not <laughs> i don't know why i always go there first look i'm starting to get mad that nothing's gone viral in a while I, <laughs> on my TikTok. i'm telling you okay so Instagram is probably where people find us the most. Uh, our website, burdockfarms.com. Uh, Facebook, Burdock Farms Weddings and Events. Um, and TikTok. So, yeah, that's where we are. How about you, Danielle? Same kind of thing. Uh, www.ruffledwillow.com. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can probably find out on Snapchat. And he's always taking pictures <laughs> on Snapchat. Um, Dalton is my new employee. I, I don't know if you've heard me talk about him on the podcast before. He's doing a great job and he listens to our podcast. So shout out to Dalton. And how'd you Dalton. tell us how you found Dalton? Yeah. Yeah. I guess this is kind of weird. Um, so he's a friend of a friend, like family member, but yeah. he reached out to me and he had gone to um, several other local florists and wasn't really given a chance. He's really young. He's 21. And so when I started, I felt like some really great people gave me a chance when I didn't know yeah. how to do flowers. And and I just felt like he had it in him. Yeah. And he does. He's, he's good. He's really good. Yeah, he's an uh, asset. Yep, he, he, he is. He comes 15 minutes early to work. He has coffee for me. He works whenever I ask him to, when I randomly think that I, I can get things done and yeah. I can't, and I call him and he comes and... You know, he's been great. He's been a huge asset to our company. We love him and we think he's great. That's awesome. I'm (laughs) glad he's working with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, next time. um, Who are we talking to? I actually think we're talking to the same sex couple this time, right? We're going to (laughs) try. Okay. They have a very. We said that last time. You know where they are? They're in um, Puerto Rico today. Well, why couldn't we go with them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Pa- Puerto Rico or Panama or somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember where they're telling me they are. Yeah. Yes. But we do, we're all, you and I are going to talk to on some just tricks and tips and kind of things yeah. coming up pretty soon. Yeah. So that'll probably be our next one. Yeah, there have been some subjects that have yeah. been weighing heavy on mm-hmm. our minds that we wanted yeah. to talk, bring it to about. Oh, and <laughs> we have, we have Sarah with uh, Fox and Fig Photography talking about elopements and micros and, um, you know, the popularity growing there and travel destination kind of wedding. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I am excited about having her because she's been out to the farm a couple of times. Yeah, she's so good. She's so good. She's sweet. She's a very nice young yeah. lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. And she's a redhead, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tika, thanks for being Thank with us. Thank you so much. ladies. Okay, we look forward to having all of you back uh, at our next Not Your Pinterest wedding. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>